functions out. <laughs> all right. Yes, all the bodily functions are now out because welcome to the podcast, Parkscope podcast, podcast, Parkscope, the, the the thing on your ears, in your ears, where I talk, where I talk and you hear me. Welcome to the Parkscope podcast. My name is Joe. Joining me today is Alex. Alex, buddy, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, lots of great travel. Uh Everything but the little injury that I had on that travel, which is concerning me. But, you know, yeah. What'd you do? Was it the, your tailbone, was it? What was it again? Oh, it got around, did it? <laughs> I don't uh, yeah. remember. Oh, I, posted, I posted about it. I went down a slide in Denmark, and it was stupid. And uh, I've looked at the footage. Yeah, I laid down straight concrete, mm-hmm. sliding down a slide, like dropping about a foot. So um, as soon as I got that would do it. Point, Cedar Point next week. If it's not any better, uh, I'm probably going to finally go and see a doctor. So probably a good idea. Definitely a good idea. I've had really bad but, injuries before where I just let it go for a little bit and see how it goes because you know, like uh, you're a healthcare. guy. Yeah, and healthcare in this country sucks. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes. But it was kind of worth it, but not at the same time. Mm-hmm. The slide, you mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and it wasn't the stuff that you see on a, a typical uh, website that whenever they go to some of these Scandinavian parks. It wasn't one of those. Yeah. It, that was the next day, and everything went fine that day. But we'll get into all that in a moment. But first, I, I believe yeah. we're talking about HHN because that is coming up like really soon, like a week if you want to uh, pregame it basically before Labor Day. Well, I mean, so. Um... To start off the podcast, I have for 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 Halloween Horror Nights, I have the newly relabeled Pumpkin from Southern Tier, mm. one of my absolute favorite breweries. Relabeled it, looks really cool now. There we go. And nice. I'm pouring some. It's a good batch this year. Um, I like it. It's pretty good. Um, but also, it's fall. It's we're getting to fall because we have the spotted lantern flies in Pittsburgh. Um, if people oh. don't know what these are, these are they're an evil. invasive species. Yes, they're evil. Um, they are basically they climb up trees and love to and just like live up there, and then they just fly around and attack people, and they just are parasites. Um, so I live on the top floor of my apartment building, which means I have some giant pillars outside my place. They love to get up on top of. And mm. I've been trying to kill them for about two weeks now. Um, I've been laying out traps. I've been putting out uh, containment vessels full of pine saw and water and sugar because I heard they like them. But today mm. I bought. OK, so okay. I bought this, Alex. I bought Raid, but it comes with an automatic trigger, auto trigger. It's basically there's a battery in here, a double A battery. And. <laughs> All my men in black training has come to this where I can now go out in the, and like, like I'm being like moving through New York city on the, the transit vehicles, shooting, shooting the bugs quite literally. <laughs> but, but here yeah. I am just like, just like with my automated trigger, just like four feet away, shooting these guys out of like uh, off of my pillars and nailing them and 
all sorts of stuff. We've, but yeah, we've never Oof. really got them too bad in Eastern PA for whatever reason. I know they're really bad at Hershey. They can get really bad at Hershey where I got this yeah. label for this wheat beer, this pretzel beer. Ooh. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, we love yeah. a wheat beer. Last time I was at beer. Hershey. But, nice. uh, when are you, when are you going to, are you going to do, um, Hershey park in the dark? Of course. Uh, I'll have a when? video for it. Like, uh, as soon as I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I'm just wondering because uh, I'm I'm definitely going to be there on the 24th. So if you want to go, then I come back the 24th. Never so mind then. From uh, where? It's possible. It's Horror Nights. Oh, okay. Never mind yeah. then. We'll be fine. I, just I might. We'll see what happens. If Ariel's want to do anything, I'll come over. We'll yeah. figure it out. How about that? I, I'm, I'm doing right. this crazy thing where I'm going directly from the event at 2 a.m. to the airport. So that's going to be fun. God bless your soul, sir. You're uh, you have a body that I just cannot ever like I'm just well, like apparently I, I don't because I busted my ass. So, you know, quite literally. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I, it can't be the worst thing. It just depends. You know, some rides are fine. Some are ba- bad. Log flumes. Mm-hmm. Not good right now. Really bad. Really so. log flumes. I can see that because you're like you're like lower and you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the bottom as, sled, as opposed coasters. to a B and M where you're also like mad. your your legs are up higher and it's like and you're more anything on your, like molded, grass, anything molded seat, anything molded seat, fine. Anything like mm-hmm. bench seat, bad. Yeah, yeah. So. I gotcha. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If there are any doctors that would like to uh, message me either on Instagram or Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, we're just call it Twitter still. Screw that. Just call Twitter. You just call Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're not going to give in to that maniac's uh, decision to decide to uh, make about a billion logos out in the world irrelevant. um, Well, yeah, besides that, but also, like, I mean, do we really need to, like, validate ketamine usage? No. No, so, no. uh, fuck you. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, anyway, Halloween Horror Nights, baby. Let's do it. But I will be going to, I think, one of the first nights of uh, that uh, event. Uh, I, I think the first week. We're not going to um, Canada anymore. We we're thinking about that. But that mm-hmm. the Ace event was like $90 for the privilege of riding the kid coaster without an adult. And I'm like, and some behind that's, the scenes tours. And I was like, a, and a meal. Which I That's already a have a meal plan. I, I was like, I, I, I think good. And apparently, if you uh, pro tip here, apparently if you uh, do some of their early entry days into Camp Planet Snoopy, they don't care. And also, apparently, mm-hmm. one kid allows three adults. So just adopt a family. Don't adopt a kid. Just mm-hmm. adopt a family. Which yeah. I'm okay with doing. That's not as creepy. That's a cool looking coaster, though. I, I understand why they restricted we should get on though we have a lot to talk about uh yes. HHM, what about nights? How, i was like maybe i could skip this year like i don't need to go every year like i'm like you know like this like you know money last year would be <laughs> oh man well they 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 stuck it to me with the dueling dragons choose that fate like how could i not also yeti a sequel to yeti <sighs> A sequel yeah. to Slaughter Cinema, one of the best houses of all time. A Chucky house. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then like doing the fourth, the third or fourth, the last whatever. Of us. 
the, the, the and the last of the Stranger Things. Like, you know, I've done mm-hmm. the other houses. I kind of wanted to, you know, like I've done the other ones. Last of Us, I don't have any feeling for because I haven't played the game. But the fact that it's a video game is really happy for me. Just get some Microsoft titles in there and screw Sony, and we'll be good. Well, I mean, Microsoft needs to make horror titles first, so. Yeah, true. Uh, I, I I am not a fanboy of Disney, Universal, or anything, but I can unequivocally call myself a Microsoft fanboy. Yes. Yes. I, li- I like your iPhone first, second. I do have a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox, so. And a, and a yeah. Switch. And a Vita. Switch is cool, too. I play the crap of it out of my honeymoon, they're and that's about good. it. Yeah, they're all that good. Metroid. They're all good systems. Metroid's so Which good. Which one? Uh, Dread? The Metroid Dread? Yeah. Or the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only yeah, time so, I ever played it, though, is when I'm attached, disattached from the internet, unfortunately. But That's fair. Um, AKA the honeymoon. What? So, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, yeah. uh, other houses. Uh, Exorcists? Yeah. Like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I think I've done an Exorcist house already, haven't I, in the last four or five years? Uh, so in 2016, I want to say they did an Exorcist house um, that was based on the original movie. This is a Exorcist uh, Believer. Which is the sequel? At uh, worst, it'll be a house that people are like, "Exorcist, I know that," and they go and do, and it's not good. My first one at was best, 2017, they, so they, I guess I haven't done one. Yeah, at best, they try some fun stuff with it and do something interesting. You know, like do something yeah. different. Uh, monsters, another monsters. Um, mm-hmm. cool. I mean, I'm cutting it a little bit, like um, what? In Paris. Yeah, it's yeah. Paris. I actually was looking into going to the Paris Catacombs, but they were out of tickets. So, because mm-hmm. that's the one well, thing I happens. didn't do last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what do we got? The odd uh, Dr. Oddfellows, which is an icon this year, new icon. Um, that's cool, right? We, we kind of have an icon last um, year, unofficially, <laughs> right? Um, so, the. Uh, sorry. Had to close my laptop because it's making noise right now. It was um, digging quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't think Universal's ever going to have icons again. Aren't because they of the term? Hyping up? Yeah, but aren't they kind of hyping well, up as icons? Here's the thing. He totally is. Give me, it's just yeah, like giving a house and a scare zone. Yeah, he's an icon. <laughs> stop, stop, stop relying on Universal telling you what's an icon and not and just embrace it. Just be like. Chance is an icon. Yeah. Pumpkin like, Lord's an icon. Right. Unofficially, I think that was an icon last Odd year, fellow. whether they say yeah. it or not. But also, like, he's from the year before, also. So it's like a dual kind of yeah. thing. You know what I mean? well, that was just what I'm like, responding on to how successful that one character was. So I mean the whole house. I mean the whole house was so successful. Yeah. And it's not just that one character. Little Boo was a second character outside. Yeah, <laughs> and that so became huge. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is like, hey, I I, I don't think you're going to get a quote. You're never going to see Universal say this is our icon, but you're going to get icons. You're just hmm. they, they just won't say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, H H N twenty or fifty will have another icon house, and we'll actually find out what they considered icons. <laughs> I think they yeah. may be doing. I, I would like them to do like a recap house, like every five years, of like, hey, here's the good shit we did every five years enjoy and it's like oh hey cool nice oh god i so just thought about how I'd old like i'm gonna be if 
at HHN50. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Just stop. Uh, don't think about uh, it. Yeah, 2 a.m. is not going to happen. Don't think about how old you'll be when Disneyland's 100 years old. Don't think about these things. I've already uh, thought about me, them. Joe, I don't think about that. that, that that's not a problem. <laughs> uh, All right. Anything else for uh, our night you want to talk about? Darkest Deal, which is uh, a music-themed house, basically. It is it, uh, well, a blues-themed house. Yeah, that could be fun. Sell your soul to the devil for jazz infamy. It's it's basically and, the devil went down the Georgia house. Is the best yeah, way could be to fun. put it. Yeah, yeah. Now you look at the yeah, image. Really yeah, cool. it totally is. Uh, Blood yeah, Moon really Dark cool. Offerings, a colonial era village uh so uh that could be funnish too mm-hmm. so uh yeah i think the offering uh definitely was uh solid uh kind of interesting i kind of liked how they were doing house by house announcements like, i don't like the just throw it all out there pretty much at once it i think the problem you get with um the house by house when you do it is that you kind of lose interest when it's original ips and also, I think just Universal is dealing with a really weird year mm. in terms of media because Minions was super weird, and you had like Epic and other stuff happening. It just it was a really weird year to announce stuff. Um, uh, I just hated it because like I would have liked to have known a little bit earlier on of whether I was planning to go to it or not. Not that it mattered that much, but you know, I but, think a yeah, lot I, of you. What what Universal I think saw was that. Um, a lot of people started planning Horror Nights trips sooner than they did. Yeah. Late. Like before COVID, you know, they were planning them out way early. But now like they the were year only before, basically. To... Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Before COVID, they were like announcing stuff in like March, March timeframes, March, and then doing a whole thing until August. Um, but now, but but even this year, dude, this year they announced a house. The last day of Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, that was actually kind of cool. Uh, I hope they do that again. It's kind of a nice like yeah. little uh, preview. Yeah. And, and that's rumor the, has it they were the, supposed to. Sorry. Go ahead. That was the moment I decided not to uh, keep myself uh, going into it blind. <laughs> exactly. Um, they should. Rumor has it they were going to announce dates also. Um, personally, okay. I think if you announce dates and a house, you're good. You're good to like April. Like who gives I mean, a shit? You already know the you know? dates. Who, who cares? You know, it's going to be from Labor Day dates, to Halloween. But the dates are important. You still have them. You want to say it's going from here to here. Here's yeah. what we're offering. What and year bo- did they, they uh, what year did they jump to Tuesday? So that's coming, right? So or Mondays. What? I think. Well, I don't know. I think they're going to go six days a week eventually. They'll never go seven because they need a day for people to rest, basically. But like, you need so much. If you go six days, you go seven days because you need that extra cast. Uh, okay. So if, uh, if you're doing, if, if you make that jump, you're going to make the big jump to yeah. We're doing it every single day. Like there, there is no, there is no Tuesday through Sunday. There is mm-hmm. only all day of the week. <laughs> Um, because I mean, like scheduling, like look at scheduling. Like if you have six, like seven days a week, you need a full second shift cast just for those mm. two days, just for that one day. But then that makes it for two days. And then you can also switch them out normally. 
as you see fit through the week. So that's how I see it as a uh, scheduler. Okay. Um, and then the scare zones. We have Dr. Oddfellow's Collections of Horror, which I believe is the, uh, ho- or I guess the minion area now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's the only one I know where the locations are, so you're going to help me with this one. A dark, Because that, that's important for the scare zones. Like, the area really depends on, like, a lot of things. Uh, we still have good sets, I believe, right, in, in Hollywood, right? Because they haven't ha- brought the parade, uh, a new parade back yet, Correct. Uh, new parades 2024 from what I hear. So, so we have another good year in Hollywood, which is nice because I loved yeah. whatever the hell that was called last year. The, the soul one, that one was so good. What was it called? Fuck. Um, oh, I forget them right away. Don't worry. Don't, don't, no, whatever. It, it was yeah. the, uh, no, it was the graveyard one. Graveyard. Yeah. That was freaking so good. Graveyard. Man. I just, not great. Not graveyard games. That was the house. Thank God. <laughs> but I'm man uh, yeah that graveyard, that graveyard scare zone was good yeah was just good. sitting in there with the atmosphere was so good it's also like uh, dark, super dark yeah we have dark zodiac uh jungle of dune expedition horror i believe that's the one that's in the new york area mm-hmm. uh vamp 69 eh, i didn't really like the other Vamp. I haven't done. I didn't do the first vamp. I missed that one, but the second one, eh. Shipyard Thirty Two Horrors Unleashed, Unhinged. Yeah. Uh, enter mm-hmm. a nineteen forties San Francisco shipping yard full of mysterious crates and car Just cages beyond the, the, the doctor. So this some one is Oddfellow. Yeah. It's all. They're all Oddfellow. That's why he's an icon. But he's oh, not shit, an icon because really he's. Oh yeah, wow, they're all. They, uh, Oh, I totally missed that. Okay, interesting. Okay, how does he He's tie true- into the Vamp though? That's so weird because that was obviously uh, a previous thing. It was some weird thing, but like that's a stretch. Just repeat, yeah, repeat to yourself. Yeah. It's just a show. I should really just relax. I mean, that's what yeah. it is. It's like well, that one's a stretch, but the other ones, I get you. I, I like the the shipping yard one. That's that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, obviously, so it's the shipyard will be in San Francisco. Yes, so the sh- that's why it's the shipyard, but also because what makes it interesting is that it's the idea behind it is like, hey, we're just going to put all the classics here. So that's going to be sort of like the old Hollywood Horror Nights characters scare zone. Oh, okay, cool. Um, like, um, like, hey, you want you want the scarecrows from Scarecrow? You want the bug cre- like you know, like the deep sea creatures from Depths of Fear? Do you want like X Y Z? Here you go. So that's mm-hmm. kind of what it is. Okay, cool. Um, uh, Nightmare Fuel, yeah. I hope they have... Uh, I, I'm not been a huge fan of it, but I, I like what they were doing. I, I just didn't feel like last year's show distinguished it, itself enough from the first year's show, so that's the only thing I'm hoping well, about. Well, I've it. got good news for you. Okay. Because the uh, description preview says that this new show is about the dreamer getting his revenge on that Nightmare okay. Lady. So it's going to be a different setup of the show. Okay. That's good. Uh, I guess I'll give it a try. I, I don't know. I, I might not. Um, i most likely going to be solo on this trip for the first time in a few years. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. We'll see. Um, rides. Uh, any hint if the Minions thing is going to be part of it? I don't think uh, Minion Blast is going to be part of it. 
Um, I okay. wouldn't give a bunch of drunks several thousand dollars worth of equipment to oh, hold man. on to their hands. Come on, they but, get trusted. And, and not steal it and or break it. But that's okay. just me. Um, uh, the only reason I think it could possibly is they did have minions the first year that the simulator was open. So, but they did. Know. Yeah, they uh, did. I, You're right. Yeah. I, I only care because I don't have the season annual pass. So I kind of wanted to try it out. That's why I was asking if you knew anything. But, and then you're excited about the how the uh, the uh, tribute store. The image of it came out. You're excited. Um, they legitimately overnight built a store facade of a. Uh, they they built a facade overnight. I mean, they, um, they just reeled it in. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 no. You don't understand. They had the scaffolding up one day, and the next day yeah. it was all complete. <laughs> like even if it was pre built. No, like the I. It's still very impressive. It's a very impressive facade. I was just um, so confused because you were never you, last time I asked you about the how, the the stories. You're like, yeah, they're, they're cool. You didn't seem all that excited about them. I mean, they are so. cool. Like, I'm not gonna like. They're not my favorite thing of Hollywood Horror Nights. It's the houses. Mm. I mean, it's like yeah. saying like, I go to Halloween Horror Nights for the attractions. I don't go for the shopping. But the shopping's but- really cool. That that store is like an attraction in its own. If you didn't go through there, it's like you kind of miss like the uh, the tenth and a half house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my opinion, I, I don't. I barely ever buy anything. The only thing I ever bought from Horror Nights is a few magnets and that amazing uh, jacket. That uh, jacket. What's his name? What's his name? Gave me that amazing discount. Yes. On? Yes. yes. <laughs> we will, we will leave his name out for. Okay. <laughs> we are protect the anonymous. Oh. <laughs> Just right. in case, but um, yeah, but I that, don't believe yeah, that cares much all. as Disney does, but yes, no, we'll they don't. Keep but it as just, is. just in case, also, just like man, like I like the candles there. I like there's a lot of yeah. good stuff we, at the trip stores. Played coffee last year, which was cool. But anyways, we got to move yeah. on. Yeah, so you went on a trip recently, sir. Yes, and I think I, the way I'll do it is what the hell did you do? <laughs> Uh, I primarily went on the Coast Cruise Scandinavian trip or Nordic trip, whatever they call it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I extended it with uh, like four days in Finland beforehand and then a couple of days in France. I like what I did in France. I'm just not a fan of France itself. France. France. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Well, let me put it this way. Um, when I checked into my hotel, the stereotype that the Gilmore Girls guy at the front desk was live and welcome there, which was not <laughs> okay, exactly. Gotcha. Uh, what's his name? Uh, God, I can't remember his name, but whatever. You know who I'm talking about. If you ever seen the Gilmore Girls, it's a good show. Guy or girl love, loving it. It's a good. Show. No, I've seen the Gilmore Girls. My sister yeah. and my mom love that show. But Ariel uh, got me so... into it. It's a good show. It's a good show. And what's her face yeah. is in it? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was popular. Funny. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then she only came back it. for like a moment in the uh, little uh, Netflix series that they did it because that's all mm-hmm. they could get her for. So uh, I will go over like one or two special things from each park because there's a lot to do and we want to keep this within a uh, reasonable time. Mm-hmm. So uh started off by uh, flying out of JFK and Flying on a JFK means uh, I went to a park for a few minutes. 
actually we really weren't there that long um mm-hmm. uh try out the new the new flume and coaster combination tony's express and neptune something something i forget the log flume names uh and uh it's another cool addition to the lunar park and the coney island boardwalk and um yeah, and also a ropes course right next door. Yeah, it's another presence on the boardwalk. It's just really cool. Uh, really steep, though. At each one of those was $10. So for the two of us, it was $40 to ride the flume and the, and the coaster credit. So the flume was cool. The uh, coaster credit was, it's a smooth, boring family coaster that Zambrilla mm-hmm. is going to sell a ton of that combination. I mean, they've already sold one to Adventureland. I don't doubt that they'll sell another 10 of them. So... Yeah, anybody who needs to replace their flume will probably think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, took uh, Delta to Amsterdam with a layover that ended up being five hours because we got in an hour early and then we got delayed an hour because uh, the KLM flight to Helsinki was uh, stopped on the runway because someone thought that the door to the cargo was damaged so they brought us back oh, to the no. gate and th- yeah thankfully it was just like a little cosmetic stuff that was not not a big deal uh better safe than sorry but i was like i do not want to deplane no <laughs> <laughs> so so uh yeah and uh got into helsinki did a quick little hike in a national park and then drove four or five hours up to power park uh, which is uh, basically the most northern major amusement park in the freaking world. It is up there. I got mm-hmm. there at 11 p.m. Really? And you, or 10 p.m. And you would have thought it was like five, maybe, with the way the light was. Um, yeah, it, it got dark for a second around. Like, I woke up in the middle of the night at 3 a.m. I'm like, oh, okay, it's dark. But I can still see the light in the distance. <laughs> uh, it wasn't mm-hmm. quite the Arctic Circle, but it was damn near close to it um so uh, interesting park uh the highlight here is going to be yunker which is a uh gershlawler uh infinity coaster launched with an amazing kick to the launch one of the best lsm launches you'll find um amazing top hat a really cool an origin loop that actually goes around the walkway um and then a skew of a bunch of other cool elements, including a dive loop underground that then comes up into a Heartline twist, uh, just with a really good quick, really good kick on the Heartline twist, kind of uh, Blue Fire Velocicoaster kind of kick. Not as intense as either of those, but like mm-hmm. in the vicinity of that. And of course, the fantastic lap bars of the Gershler, uh Infinity Coaster trains. So... Uh, right next to it is um, Pit Special, which is, uh, they're both named after different types of planes, and they're both the same trains, color, and uh, paint scheme. So if you look at pictures, you just probably think they're one coaster. Now that I've been there, I can distinguish the two, but man, really weird thing to do. I believe the reason they built Pit Special is to take the record back from uh, Taiga, because uh, Taiga... Mm-hmm. at Linamaki took the height record so they wanted to build something a little bit taller so and it was uh another infinity coaster but a vertical lift with not a, a beyond vertical drop mm-hmm. and good coaster just like we should hit like like five ten miles faster through the the layout because just every element just seemed like it just needed a little bit more speed um but uh other than that they had a um american thunder clone the original american thunder clone mirror image of the gci that's at st louis and uh way better beautiful setting in the norwegian 
uh, countryside or Finland countryside. And uh, uh, just didn't seem like it hit as hard, but yeah, it was a cool park. Um, but wow, that drive was boring going up there. <laughs> it was so long. <laughs> and like, uh, once you got halfway up there, the speed reduced to about a hundred kilometers per hour. So like, Oh, just felt like it took forever. So, uh, the second day was at, uh, Skarkenhami. I'm probably pronouncing that incorrect. Um, this is, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, one of the first of many, many, um, parks that are located right in the middle of a city. And, uh, this one, uh, was a bucket list for me because they have an Intamin inverted coaster, only two that were ever built with a chain lift, uh, back in the early two thousands. And this one is really so cool because- that one. Yes, oh, I had to do this oh. thing. Yeah, you oh, yeah. have to. The, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. This has been a bucket list ever since I saw it on Coaster some more.de. Oh, my God. Like, the, like I was, like, in love before I even boarded the train. Because, okay, you start out by going underground into a station. Uh, it, actually, you start out by going right over one of the tunnels as you enter into the park. And then mm-hmm. just to the right, it's the entrance, which is perfect. Um, it opened right at the opening. A bunch of the other stuff had a staggering opening two hours later. But I'm like, oh, no, I'll just have to ride Tornado for two hours. Oh, no. Um, and uh, you start by going underground and like literally blasted. You can see the drill marks on the side of the station in underground. And then you go down underground. And then uh, in the front row, there's a Heartline roll because towards the end of the ride the first heartline roll literally tunnels through the station goes upside down right over your head and then goes out of the station again as you're dropping Ooh, downward that's it's cool so cool it's so cool um you know this is one of those bucket lists it was like okay i know the settings would be really cool it's beautiful city park kind of out on a peninsula as well uh it, yeah that's gonna hit for me but is the ride itself gonna hit and it did it was very powerful in a lot of places i think the only thing that was a little bit of a dud was the vertical loop but other than that like everything else hit really well uh as far as g-forces and everything and it was and there were some other really cool things that like uh they never decided to do uh retrofit in any uh vertified sensors like like limit mm-hmm. switches so what they did is if you're familiar with the intimate trains they're like they're they're identical basically to um possessed or wicked twister when that was a thing um so uh on the side where their harness is there's that's like it rotates and they put like two discs with a um like pink black lines kind of like a barcode and then as you leave the station you'll notice that like there's like these bright lights turn on that's because they have like a facial recognition for these things to make sure as it's leaving the station that all the harnesses are down and at a, a proper position oh so, that's cool yeah yeah i, okay. I think that's kind of a low tech low high tech way to uh retrofit something in there without having to mm-hmm. add a bunch of failure things so like yeah so i was able to see this because you could see it in the op booth which was also still rocking a like pentium 3 computer in there that was you know like th- th- that probably does all the assume, air reports I, I assume not running the the ai no. is determining no. if the, uh, the well, seats but, are down or not <laughs> no, i assume that's a separate sex a separate system yeah. that was like oh, integrated God, into I the mean, plc you know 
not not bought in 2001. <laughs> no, but I think it's the same diagnosis computer probably where I get all the airlogs and everything. Still has a CRT and everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? What year am I in? So that was really cool. Um, yeah. And uh, after like three rides, I realized that I didn't need to walk around. So then I, I got like 16 rides on the damn thing. So I was like, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Rest of the park. It's pretty. The disco was amazing because the disco coaster goes out on the farthest part of the the peninsula and like it like goes down into like a really narrow area. So the only thing is like a pathway out to a viewing point at the end of the peninsula and the disco coaster. So the views were absolutely fantastic. It was really cool. Um, and then the rest of the stuff was credits, credit, credit, credit. Uh, you had a Tivoli Jr. Mm-hmm. and like a a premier skyrocket, a motorbike by Zamperla, and a Valair. Yes, a Valair. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, but and then, <laughs> and then included in a mission, there is a uh, a observation deck that goes up like I don't know, I think like six hundred feet or something like that. And uh, I get up there, and the first thing I see, I look down, and like I'd done a video tour of the whole park and i'm like okay i've seen everything you know i, I didn't miss anything i go out the window and the first thing i see is a rapids ride i'm like wait wait how did I, how did i miss this <laughs> <laughs> is there like three different four different parts to this park that if you buy a combo pass which was like i don't know like just like 10 bucks more and include the the observation deck so it was worth it to me alone for that it um it had like it has like a like a I don't know, like a shopping area, petting zoo area. And on the way there is the Rapids ride, which is outside of the amusement park, but your amusement park wristband gets you into it onto the Rapids ride. And that's where the intimate half pipe used to be as well. So kind of leads me to believe why they removed it. It was in a bad location. Yeah. (laughs) No one. Yeah. No one knew where it was there. Yeah. Uh, And then I made my way back to the Helsinki airport, dropped off the car and uh, made my way in by train or bus. I forget. Uh, into Helsinki and went to Litamaki for their after seven uh, ticket, which then you could upgrade for 10 euros uh, the next day uh, for a full day. So I got like, uh, I got like 14 hours at Litamaki. And Litamaki was my first of like really in the center of the city amusement parks. Like uh, Sarkahani is like off to the side, but it's still like in the middle of the city. But this is just surrounded by it. It's in the middle of the city on a hill with a water tower that they can't remove because it's technically a historical landmark or whatever they, you know, call them. Oh, that's that's super cool. (laughs) So they couldn't remove it. So then back in the 90s or the early 2000s, they said, well, we can't remove it. What can we do with this? They called up Zaire and said, hey, can you build a Zaire force in there? A custom layout? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. It was so cool. Uh, and they, they had, they had a VR going on it. I did the first time and then I was like, screw this. And like, it took it off and, and it was so cool. Cause they had like, like Alex asteroid and space theming in there. And then you could also just see the structure of the water tower because this water tower is kind of a short and wide one. So there's a lots of internal rings basically to support the roof. So it has to like, it basically progressively goes in and out around those rings. So yeah, like no one really talks about that coaster, but you know, you know, I like to, I like to give the, uh, the, uh, where are you? I like to give everybody the, uh, the full down on it. I believe Joe has uh, left the building for a second here. Um, anyways, 
uh, I guess I will continue. The uh, main thing here is that everyone wants to hear about is Taiga, the Intamin, <coughs> excuse me, uh, multi-launch blitz coaster that is absolutely incredible. Still haven't figured out where I put it in the rankings, so I put it above um, Terran, but like it is absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. It's basically Terran with the with inversions added in. Uh, just a fantastic beginning, and then the second launch just it and uh, just the terrain that it uses is just absolutely fantastic. It goes over so many different rides in the park, so many good elements. Oh, and uh, another one where I got like 17 rides in because, uh, man, that, I, <laughs> that's that absurd. I, that's that absurd. One I, that one I had to walk around every time because they had a very strict uh, walk around policy for that one. So, um, but uh, yeah, I think I've been ride, on 17 it, times on Steel Curtain, sir. Well, so who has? <laughs> you basically have to live there to do that. And even then, I don't know if it's possible. Well, I mean, I live here, and it's not possible, so... Isn't it down for the year again? Um, Not from what I hear. Oh, okay. But it's been down for a while. Um, I need to do research on it. How about that? How's um, that sound? We need to do some research. I need to, I need to do, do my own research on it. <laughs> it's still a piece of shit. That's what it is. So I love that ride, but let's be real. Let's be real. They need to get someone else in to do some engineering on it because SNS or I don't know, maybe they're being cheap. Who knows? But regardless, uh, like, how can you continue to operate with that? <sighs> they, need, they, need, they need trains. They need new trains and a new control system. New control system. That's what they need. They need something. Uh, and then uh, Letamaki, uh, the, the cool feel of the park, lots of transportation rides, a few drop rides. Um uh, the drop tower is another mock tower, which, um, you know, that was interesting. The view was fantastic. The ride was crap, just like Bush Gardens. Oh, uh, they also have one of those at a uh, power park. Uh, it was open for moments during the day. And then it, I never got to ride it because it was down most of the day. Um, <laughs> granted, all three days, four days that I was in Finland, it was just nonstop rain. But since they have such a short season, man, if it's not lightning, they, they send it. The interesting thing I've seen, never seen before, Taiga, they uh, closed the front row when it started to rain too much, but they kept running the rest of the rows. So I was like, okay, that's fine by me. Back's better anyways. So um, got my first taste of a, a real scenic railway, you know, brakeman coaster. I did one in Austria, but that's like the weakest one left in the world. And it's more scenic than frill. And this thing was just so much fun. Uh, my last ride, I got a selfie with the brake man. He spoke really good English, and we talked all about <laughs> things. I uh, thanked him for, like, braving the weather because he was, like, soaked as I was. And that was awesome. Uh, really fun ride. Just really cool classic feel to it. A little bit of weightlessness feeling in, in, in the front seat when really good pop of air time. But, uh yeah, the sink railways are fun. I can see why they're not a thing with all the labor and everything, and mm-hmm. they never work in America anymore, but they're still really cool, fun rides. So, yeah. Uh, at that point, we moved on to the Coaster Crew portion, flying to uh, Copenhagen. I spent a day in Copenhagen walking around, and that was a fun city to just walk around and have. Yeah, a lot I of heard good things time. about Copenhagen. Yeah, it was beautiful. I just uh, I used all trails, which I use for hiking. 
but uh, it was really helpful because it kind of led me through a route that was like a combination of like three things, sightseeing, a little bit of like going through some of the, the parks that they have there. So the nature aspect to it, which I liked. And then a little bit of the tourist part that I was so excited to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to that uh, lakefront area where, uh, or the seafront area where they have all those little colorful buildings. I missed that part because it was nowhere near my routing, but I saw a lot of things got go, went up this one tower for uh, like six bucks that like was the geographic center of Copenhagen at one point and provided an amazing view. So it was cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, it turns out I can be very touristy if I decide to, uh, you, you can myself. be touristy. Yeah. And as I grow older, I probably putting a lot more of those days into the trips, but as of right now, good as you should. As, yeah. But as of right now, but that's a lot easier on my body compared to like coasters, all that stuff. That's way more tiring. Like a day walking around Copenhagen was nothing for me. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, and also when you're walking around cities, you're like, you're exploring culture and history and yeah. what's available. And it just, anytime, anytime I wanted to know about something, I just looked it up on Google, what it was. I, I don't feel the need to spend two or three hours with a guided tour. on one little part of the city. And I just wanted to get a feel of it and take in all the architecture and ambiance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, totally. Got cool. really mad that I didn't realize that one of my YouTubers that I watch, the Tim Traveler, he went to this uh, ski hill that's on top of their uh, recycling plant that generates power. Uh, you know, it burns trash to drain power. Went. Patrick yeah, I know because I saw it from I saw it from across the bay, and by the time I saw it, I was like, well frick and then um i was like well i don't have time to do it now because like i had to get back to the dinner <sighs> so next time yeah and then i when i first saw him i said i am jealous of you and then we were great <laughs> friends then we were great friends uh following that so it was a Patrick's a great guy patrick's oh, a great so guy much fun. you should be yeah, th- you should be friends with patrick all the time he was great he's a, he's a great guy he does awesome like EDM music. Oh yeah, yeah. We, we hung out a lot. We hung out a lot, and like even on the last day after I was done, the the last I did an extra day in Stockholm, and after I was done doing some credit whoring, mm-hmm. uh, I was like, I don't feel like going back to Groenland because I did everything I needed to do, and two of the coasters are closed. So uh, I just I'm like, what do you want to do? You want to go out and do stuff? And he's like, Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so it was awesome. Um, so uh, first day was backing for the first half of the day, we had like five hours there, four or five hours there. And this is the world's oldest uh, amusement park. It goes back to the 1500s, I believe. Uh, really cute park. I think it's like, I I would describe it as um, a Knobles in Europe, but nicer and lots of food and drinking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like so many restaurants, none that I got to try because we were... Uh, that's the only, that's one of the few things that I would have changed if I had done the interior myself, I would have done a full day at Balkan and Tivoli, uh, but Balkan's cool. It has uh, another sink railway, which is actually just a larger vert, uh, smaller version of, um, Lenamaki's same layout, but smaller with a lady that you go beneath her legs that are as naked, uh, as you enter into a tunnel. So that's interesting. Well, uh, Europe. Yeah, it's also been fully <laughs> automated with magnetic brakes and limiters on the trains by uh, comeback coasters. 
And uh, while I can say nothing good about the ones that were on T3, uh, these things were okay. Um, still kind of had the feeling of it, but, you know, a Breakman would have been more appreciative, but, you know, I understand why they would have done it. This, it's definitely, if there were any yeah. left in America, this is what would have been done to any of them that were mm-hmm. uh, still remaining. So, um, so that was cool. Uh, Tornado, the Intimate Spinning Coaster, one of the, I think, like the only one of its kind ever built. Uh, it's got a chain lift, but it's kind of launched. You start up the lift hill and you go really fast up the lift hill. And then at the top, there's a flat section. And then it just launches you through this, this layout. Like, oh my God, the POV I got of my friends was just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it's insane. It, as everyone probably knows about it, you've probably seen it. It, it sounds goes in really weird. It is. Um, I never really got a really out, off balance ride, so I never got a really spinny ride. But we did get a what they call boost mode ride towards the end of the day, where they, I, they, I believe they uh, speed up the chain a little bit, and they also uh, spin you as you're leaving manually. So you're already spinning before you even leave the station. So that was fun. Uh, got on that like four times, and yeah, I'd love to go back to back and uh, and with it being so close to Copenhagen, it's about an hour train ride if you want to go from uh copenhagen central station it's a hour train ride it's really easy to access uh i love to go back and just chill instead of being rushed um and mm-hmm. then they have mine train uven which i have to mention because it's like skull mountains ride system but like more intense and man uh like you want to go through a tunnel of leaves that have no proper clearances you got your ride here man when you see my pov you're gonna be like how is that even possible like yeah if you went out or up with your hands you'd be hitting leaves multiple (laughs) multiple times it was awesome that's great that's great um moving on to tivoli gardens probably one of the most famous uh parks in the world uh for it for itself alone i'd say just i think anyone knows that just anyone who's traveled to copenhagen probably knows the tivoli gardens even my mom knew about it and then obviously the disney nerds know about it because oh my god well disney visited it Ooh, yeah and you could see how many different you really can see how he ripped off tivoli gardens in so many ways <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not even joking like some we i mean we made the joke we made the joke over and over and it's like it's not even inspiration it's like blatant ripoffs of how he took so many things from tivoli mm-hmm. gardens yeah, I mean, like great artist ship, great artist steel. So, like you know, but prettier still, in my opinion, absolutely gorgeous di- park. Tivoli is is more beautiful than Disneyland, is what you're saying? Oh, easily. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, not heavy on the rides. Um, you know, as far as roller coasters, really not heavy on roller coasters. You have another, you have another Breakman coaster. Um, this one was different layout, really fun. The uh, once again, the uh, the brakemen were so funny. Like, I have some really cool POVs. It was really weird. They like didn't care if you had your phone out or you GoPro on on uh, Rishabon and uh, but all the other rides, like no filming whatsoever. But on Rishabon, and they're like, whatever, just go for it. <laughs> but it was so funny. Like we we're going to the top of the lift hill, and then the the there was like two little kids that were terrified. And then this is a brake man leaned over them and like upside down, just gave them funny faces because <laughs> he's in the middle of the train. Uh, it's, it's a fun time. It's just a really cool atmosphere in that one. 
Mm-hmm. Typically was this was a Saturday, so Tivoli was unfortunately very busy. So I definitely did not get to do everything I wanted to do. Didn't get to do both dark rides or the fun house or the Starflyer or the loopy loopy ride. Uh but we did uh you know a bunch of stuff. Everything I really wanted to do just would have liked more time there. It was super busy. Uh I guess the main attraction there for coasters is gonna be uh Demon. Uh BM Floralist Coaster, very short. Like I don't think it's even 80 feet tall. I don't believe mm-hmm. it's even like 1500 feet long, but it packs a punch in a little, little, uh, little package and, uh, just beautiful at night with, uh, just, uh, solid red lights that are adorned the side of this B&M spine. Uh, just absolutely gorgeous. And at night, this place comes alive with so many lights all over the place with the gardens and the lake and everything. It's amazing how much they pack, cram into just like basically two city blocks by two city blocks. It's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And then they had a fireworks show that was amazing. And from what I could tell, the fireworks literally just, just go off onto the street. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I, I'm like, I I don't know how these, how these fireworks could be contained within the park, the way they were shooting them, like at a 45 degree angle. Some of them were like, if you were too close to it, you would have been like being, uh, showered by debris. If you were closer up in the field, I was pretty far back. So, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I cannot show you that because apparently I'd never saved that file. So, oops. Ah. Yeah. One file out of like, you know, 750 gigs is not too bad. So, um, day two brought us to the weirdest park in Denmark or the world, Bonbon Land. You've probably seen it with the weird characters by the candy company. Uh, yeah, yeah. Started by a candy company with their characters that are uh, part of their candies, and then they brought them to life in the theme park. And they're very um, not PC and weird, including mm-hmm. the dark fart coaster where you go through its doghouse and there's a speaker that just plays fart noises, and then you pass by him on the final turn and he's pooping. The giant dog. So, I believe his name is Alan. I have the I have the food right here. What about Alan? Oh, that's uh, cute. Was it, that's was not it Alan. Henry? That's Anne. Oh, it's Alan. Henry. Henry. Not, Henry. 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 Henry and Alan are very different people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone let me try this where they opened it. It is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally? Yeah, it is so bad. I cannot wait to show Ariel's face in a reel or something. I got to do that. Because everyone always shows the the coaster for like the clickbait, but I'm going to show the coaster, hurts, you know, the coaster and the candy and how bad it is. Like, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty much the highlight of that park. Uh, they had the Foral's first Gerschlaller, um Eurofighter, which was a uh, sixty something foot tall coaster that didn't hurt you and did very relatively little. So uh, it was a fun park. Uh, they shortened the hours because the next park uh, closed a lot earlier than we were expecting. So we left a lot earlier. So I got to do almost everything I wanted to do, but the river rapids ride, but they had really cool theming on like the river on the uh, log flume. They had a very politically incorrect um, boat ride. Oh my God. <laughs> there were so many things. Uh, it would be easier to list the things that were correct this day and age that were not. So that's going to be a fun one to edit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I was Patrick for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And then uh, we went on to Tivoli Frion. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Uh, it was actually in um, Denmark's second largest city, which I can't recall the name of. Um, but uh, another Tivoli Park, nothing. I don't believe there's any association with Tivoli and, and Copenhagen. Tivoli is kind of a, it's like a word for like parks in the Scandinavian region, uh, like a descriptor, like amusement park almost. Um, so, uh, but beautiful park regardless, uh, lots of beautiful gardens and everything. Uh, if you thought that it did have association with Tivoli and Copenhagen, I wouldn't blame you because uh, they definitely upkeep that standard with the gardens and the, the scenery. Uh, the rides, though, are definitely not as nice as there are a lot of off-the-shelf things, um, like a, a Zamperla Spinner, a SPF Vista a Spinning Coaster. Only one on the trip. Only one on the trip. Very sad about that, right? Mm-hmm. Only one. Yeah. Uh, and uh, But the main attraction here was the, uh, I believe it is, the world's last remaining SCAD Tower. Now, you're probably wondering what a SCAD Tower is. It is a ride ride where you're hosted up in a little it's a four-legged structure kind of looks like a radio tower and you're lifted off in a little elevator on the side of one of the legs and then you're put into these things that when you're hosted into place kind of feel like one of those swinging garden chairs fabric garden chairs uh because you're hoisted into place there's a net below you that's that you just free fall into no rope whatsoever. You just free fall like 80 feet down. <laughs> okay. That, that's just, that's amazing. Oh, that's terrible. I, this yeah. is anxiety inducing for me, but okay. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I actually did the last remaining one in the United States uh, that has since closed because they lost their lease in Dallas. Um, and I did it when it was really wet. And I think because it was so wet, the nets were really, really stiff because I remember like, really hurting my neck not hurting my neck just causing a little discomfort ariel's back <gasps> charlie um, Shelly? Yeah, she came alive because ariel got back um oh okay but uh no smooth as can be on the landing uh there's one girl that was in our group that uh she's got like a long list of medical issues love you megan <laughs> but mm-hmm. she'll even like she was like first time I met her, she's like, these are all the things that are wrong with her. I'm like, wow, how are you on this trip? <laughs> she's like, I don't know. My doctor approved it. <laughs> like, I literally had POV her passing out on Paratin's first turn. She's like, yeah, I pass out every time. So, that was something. I'm waving at Ariel. Sorry, Ariel's walking in the background, so I'm waving. <laughs> oh, we're getting some chelly bean action right now, I think. So... This is a very important pod. This is great for everyone on audio. Is the uh, video going on right now? Here, take a picture. Definitely will be taken. Hey, Chelly. Chow. Chowie. 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 Oh, my goodness. What a queen. What an icon. Awesome kisses. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, my goodness. Adorable right now. Usually she's there. He goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, that was Tivoli Field, and it was a beautiful park. So, mm-hmm. fantastic. That's great. Yeah. And then our hotel was right on the sea, so we uh, all went down to the sea. Some of the crazy people went into the freezing cold water. I would have done it because 
but I, I didn't like sand. I didn't want sand to follow me back to Lansdale two weeks later. So <laughs> I decided not to do that. But um, very fair. Yes. Um, but um, yeah, that was a beautiful night uh, in the sunset, just hanging out with people on this dock that was like perfectly round. Like it was just a dock in the middle of the sea that was just perfectly round. It was so weird. It was so cool. That That is really weird, but cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, oh, I can see my levels. This is really useful. I should pay attention to them more. Um, yeah, you should. <laughs> I think you may need to drop them down a little bit. You're, yeah. you're peaking quite high, so you may want to do that. Or so. I just don't get so excited and like raise my voice too much. Yeah, podcasting. Um, it's been a while. Um, so uh, what was next? Oh, it was the park that I hurt my tailbone on. Uh, DeJour mm-hmm. Summerland. Uh, cool park. Uh, rain most of the day, uh, but everything was open. Um, Paratton is the Intamin Megalite, which obviously was kind of the highlight for everyone. That was my 1300th coaster. So that was congratulations! Yay! I I, t- I was on um I was on the you know the Condor type ride at Tivoli Gardens, but like half the vehicles are like right Condor, and half of them are just like outwards no it's a it's a, like a new i think it's by like whatever company is now who's rides but it's at one corner of the park and you go up on this tower and it's like condor basically ride system but half the vehicles are uh like a boxier version of the old condor and half of them are just round discs where you sit outwards and you spin um we did the outside version um uh and I decided that I probably would have just preferred the normal version. But I was with uh, Airtime mm-hmm. Thrills, uh, Chris from Airtime Thrills. Um, met so many cool people on this trip. It was really cool to uh, meet and, you know, befriend so many people. It was really cool. Lots of uh, friendships that will probably last forever. So, And that's what the, the Coaster Crew is all about. Fellowship, right? Yeah. And it's friends. about friendship. It's about being good to people. You know, all, all yeah, that stuff. And, uh, you know, I probably should have mentioned it later, but I'll just mention it now. Like, yeah, we had a really good group of people. Like there was <laughs> only a few oddballs in the entire group. It was fantastic. And, you know, I was with uh, uh, Adam Beard and uh, uh, Ranger, uh, both kind of from In The Loop. One definitely from In The Loop, one kind of from In The Loop. And uh, yeah, there was, they've been on all three trips and they said this is the best group of uh, people for these these trips. So that's yeah. fantastic to hear. Yeah. 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 Who'd you, uh, and, and, and again, who'd you book it through? Coaster crew. Coaster yeah. crew. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just want, just want to give everyone uh, the proper credit for it. Cause it yeah, sounded, yeah, yeah. it sounded awesome. I was jealous of the trip. So that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, um, I'll, I'll talk about the end, uh, my complaints, but yeah. Um, yeah. But shout outs definitely to, uh, Tim, who Tim and Austin mm-hmm. uh, from Amuse Insider, who uh, both did the majority of the uh, planning. Uh, Tim and then Austin did way more than he's willing to uh, own up to because he kind of just wanted to, you know, be humble. But yeah, he definitely helped a lot. Um, so uh, yeah, back to the shore, Summerland. Uh, the other, uh, uh, the. Uh, the tangent I got onto when I was riding with Chris on uh, Phantom Morgana at Tivoli Gardens, I we were going up the ride. And I'm like, "Oh crap! What credit count am I on?" Because 
I was like, oh no, one of the co- crappy coasters at Tivoli Freeholden's going to be my 1300th. And like the minute I got off the ride, I checked my coaster count. I'm like, Chris, I'm okay. I'll miss it by one. It can be Parathenac. <laughs> it's your Summerland. <laughs> and like, it wasn't anything like, I don't, at this point, I don't even care if it's something bad, but if it's going to be bad, I want it to be comically bad. And nothing at Tivoli Freeholden was like comically bad. Like it was just, just random stuff. Like I, I, it was just, like yeah. normal it was mid it yeah, was the like, most mid mid stuff you could imagine right like i would have like taken teeny weeny at uh tucson freed like what's described as one of the smallest coasters in the world as a, a milestone just for the laughs of it easily like that would have been like amazing in my opinion um mm-hmm. but thankfully this was it and it was a good credit i think it was a little it's what I felt like expedition G force. It's a really good coaster for its era, but it just doesn't hold up in today's atmosphere as far as airtime and everything goes. It's so. almost like there's some sort of weird, we can't do it normally thing going on in the amusement industry. What do you mean? We can't do it normally. Like, nor- like you, like you hype up the stuff that you can't normally oh, yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that or like you have lots of relationships that you you want to be able to have Japan, special Europe, yeah you, or stuff. you just want to have spe- or the person has a lot of special the relationships same. with the the park that they want to uh continue so that's yeah. fair yeah is it trip <laughs> um other at Tajor summerland they have julevin julen which is a uh intamin straddle coaster uh Actually, a clone of a coaster I've done in France, in southern, the south of France. Uh, actually, was France. France. Yes, the France. You there we go. Claude. You need Claude. to really lean into it if you're going to do France. it. France. So. France. Ah. God. Fuck. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways. So, but, yeah. but no, really. Was the trip good? Would you recommend it to other people? Yeah, of course. Fantastic. That's I mean that's that's the ultimate thing. It's like, hey, did you have fun? Was it worth the money? Do you recommend to other people? So yeah, that's fantastic. Um, it sounds like a gr- it, it was a great trip. I liked following you and Patrick with it because like I followed you independently on it. Like Patrick would send my shit, and then you'd send me shit, and I'd be like, ah, look, and it'd be it. Yeah, Man, I never it was a great with it though. I, I just I don't keep up with it. That's I fine. just try to That's fine. Who enjoy cares? myself. Exactly. Hundred percent. Gotta enjoy yourself first. You yeah. first. Yeah. And then like, you get back and no, edit about none of, thousand things. None of the none of this bullshit about like hustle culture and all that shit. No, fuck that. You first. That's what's important. Uh, so back to the shores. This is where I, I went up one of those slides where you have to climb up and then you go down the middle. And mm-hmm. I went down it. It had been a wet day all day, but was finally been dry for an hour or so. So I was like, here's a chance. And I stuck a landing, except there, it was concrete at the bottom of the slide. Uh, so my feet had no traction. So I just, my feet just slid. I, I've seen the footage. It just, they just slid and then I came down hard. So, yeah. Uh, then after, uh, during, we had ERT on Julevin and uh, Paratin and we did, 
pass the sword, which is this fun little game where you start and the, the sword starts on the left front of the train and then you pass it down the left side and then you pass it up the right side and see how many times you can do it from the time the train drops off the lift hill till you hit the brakes. I think we got it up to three passes uh, at our best. It, it, I, you have to watch the footage. I think it really shows the excitement. It's just a lot of fun. It's just a stupid fun thing to do. And uh, it's just something that you know, a, a lot of parks would not let you do even though it's a foam sword that would probably not hurt anybody, but Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and then we had a, uh, behind the scenes tour where we went into the train storage building. And then as I was taking a bunch of photos there, I noticed everyone was disappearing. I'm like, where'd everybody go? And they're in the field of Paratton. And then a bunch of people were just standing on the track about 10 feet off the ground. (laughs) 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 I'm just like, what is happening here? And then I, I went up and got on top of it. With my ass really hurting. But, you know, <laughs> power through it, right? Yeah, uh, power, power through it. Power always power through it. So uh, during lunch, I saw Austin, and I saw just the look of, like, he wanted to just, like, crawl up in a ball. And I didn't know why. But then I found out a little bit while later through the grapevine that uh, there was this terrible storm that hit the Scandinavia area. It was just like a ring of storms ring of weather all around the Scandinavia area that was just slowly progressing. And because of that, there were high winds and rough seas, meaning our really easy uh, trip on a ferry that included a little cabin and a bed got canceled. And if you don't know anything about the geography, to go from there to Tusenfried, uh, taking a, a, the ferry is very easy and you just sleep it. Or you can take a coach ride through the night for 16 hours, which is what we had to do. It happens. Yeah, it sucked, especially with how much my how much the tailbone was hurting. It was it was it was not fun. So I think like uh, out of the 78 people, like all but six people decided to do that. The other three were dropped off in um, in uh, Liseberg, Gothenburg. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And just spent the day there, extra day there. <laughs> so, uh, Tusen Fried, uh, the only park we did in no- Norway, and it just makes me want to go back and see more of Norway, especially just non coaster stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I got Land the of credit. trolls. Oh yeah, yeah, they had a troll themed ride. Uh, it was a underground dark ride that's literally in a cave. They decided to put their dark ride in a cave. When when you when you enter, did they say you're not the first to pass this way? Nor you, nor shall you be the last, or <laughs> like what? I don't remember. It was okay, dark ride. It wasn't cool. That great. Well, it still sounds fun. So like you know, yeah, Tucson Free. It's a cool park. It's basically located on a hill. Lots of beautiful scenery looking out. Uh, mm-hmm. And throughout the park, uh, major three coasters here is going to be. Uh, Speed Monster, Intamin Launch Coaster, Hydraulic Launch Coaster. Uh, very, very leak hydraulic launch. Uh, I mean, it has literally one-fourth the power that the, the King Ka motor has. <laughs> uh, uh, we got to see that, too, actually, in a behind-the-scenes tour. We got to see that motor up close Perfect in person. Perfect Perla. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> this one would be really easy to retrofit. I don't think they'd have any problem yeah, um, reaching that yeah. speed. 
uh yeah like it doesn't like you, you can't even hear the motor basically it's so quiet like there's no pushback it's a very weak launch it really? was very surprising yeah and oh, i've been on other okay. hydraulic launch coasters that are smaller like i did that race in germany and that felt i remember having a good kick and yeah it, i don't know rest of the ride pretty good uh another case like it just feels like it should be i wish it was going over the elements just a little, little bit faster because they didn't really hit very hard but fun ride nonetheless uh, Thunder Coaster is one of only three Vacoma wood coasters that have ever been built and uses the train really well. Uh, unfortunately, it runs Gravity Group uh, trains, the Timberliners, so it is painfully rough. Uh, I didn't really mind it that much because I kind of just, you know, bear through it. Um, and it didn't hurt my tailbone somehow. Um, but there was just one jolt at the bottom of the first swooping drop that it, I had like slow-mo of it going through it and you can just see everybody's neck being wrenched to the right. Like it is not a curve. It is a triangle as it leaves this curve. It is screwed up. Um, but good airtime throughout the roll ride. Just really rough, really pretty scenery though. So, it, you know, positive and negatives, I guess. A uh, new coaster this year is storm, which is the first Gershlawler inverted coaster. Um, well, uh, well, like intense inverted coaster that does uh, a swing launch back and forth into like three different inversions, an airtime hill, extremely aggressive, really good airtime. If you're in the back seat on the second launch, when you're going backwards, you're literally hanging upside down in the final inversion. Um, really cool, compact ride if uh, they clone it other places, like instead of like a Skyrocket 3 or 2, that would be cool. Really fun ride and really cool um, dragon head on the front of the train kind of remind me a little bit of a uh, dueling dragons yeah <laughs> so, yeah and then there was teeny weeny which only operates in the dry and as you said i told you there was like this major okay. storm going around but it yeah. let up for an hour and like it got through to everybody through social media i am's ariel was texting me is like teeny weeny's open go <laughs> <laughs> I'm what, like, how the hell what is, she the hell is Teeny Weeny? It's it, it's like the smallest roller coaster ever built. It's probably all of like three feet tall. So they, really they okay. Yeah, it's so funny. Everyone okay. wrote it. I'm, I'm, I'm game for this. This is dumb. It was hilarious. Does it, it roll? So does dumb. it coast? It does coast. It does a little like little bump of a turn, and then it goes around a little hill, and then it goes around a turn, and it's done. It was uh, love I, it. as it's far dumb. as I know. Is it dumb as counts? I, I love it. As far as I tell, it's like the first coaster SBF used to ever built. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like everybody was cheering and hooting and they were literally just the operator knew the mission. Uh, apparently somebody actually went to the, the, like the guest relations and it's like, Hey, you know, we know this coaster only operates when it's been dry, but it's been like an hour. Is there any chance you can get somebody out there? <laughs> uh, and I guess they did. Uh, I don't know if that was true or not, but it kind of feels like it was. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it was some people's milestone coaster, which is even funnier. So, um, that's about all I have to say about that park. Uh, we, then we moved on to Liseberg and Gothenburg, which is, uh, the second largest city in Sweden. And it is the, it, it was the best park on the trip for sure. Um, I mean, probably fall 
second by like Linamaki and um, Tivoli Gardens. Uh, just the absolute gorgeous park in the middle of the city. You know, you have like this, the Gothic residential towers right next to you. And it's just in the middle of the city. It's amazing. Uh, you, you have what Patrick uh, refers to as Coaster Mountain, uh, where you have uh, Luna, their newest uh, Vacoma Junior Boomerang Coaster that opened this year. You have Liseberg Bannon, which can run up to five trains. I only saw it run four, but even running four trains, like I, I, it was the easiest coaster ever filmed because there would literally be a train every 38 seconds dropping off the lift. Mm-hmm. It, the, the, the like. the trains would stop for all of like 10 seconds in the station, which was themed to trains. And underneath the station, there was a train themed uh, uh, restaurant that we ate in. So uh, uh, Adam Beard and I have a joke going that we're going to create a YouTube channel because we're kind of both into trains, but we're not like, we don't want to go full like train enthusiasts, but we're not like, we don't feel like we're amateur. So we're thinking about creating a channel called Train Curious. Do it, yeah. yeah. I don't know what we'll put on it, but we're we're train curious. You're you're train curious. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh, other questions too, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. It's a it's a beautiful park, as I said. Uh. Obviously, the main two highlight. Well, the three highlights, I'd say, or four for me. Uh. Liseberg Bonin was my actual second favorite coaster in the park. That was probably a hot take for a lot of people considering this is the park with Boulder and Valk area, Valkyrie. Um, but I just loved how much interaction you got with so many different rides on that ride. Uh, you know, it does a double, it does a triple helix around the SNS uh, sc- screaming swing, like basically the same model as um, Kennywood's except it, you know, swings over uh, the, 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 the hillside. Um, it, it goes around uh, and over the station of the new roller coaster, the Luna. It, it, and it's just lots of fun helixes and a little bit of airtime. And it's, uh, it was designed by Skorshkoff, built by uh, Zaire. Got new trains a few mm-hmm. years ago, which I bet they're really happy about right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, just a fun ride. And there's so many different views. There's a uh, burger place at the top of the hill that uh, you can either eat inside or walk up a few steps. And there's just this this area that's surrounded by the final parts of uh, Helix. And just have your burger up there as, like, the trains are coming up the hill for its final inversion. So much. So cool. Uh, and then up on that hill is a uh, drop tower that used to be observation tower, Intamin, um, with with the same restraints as like King the Ka, which is really weird. I don't, I didn't know that they ever put those type of restraints on a drop tower before. Which mm-hmm. is weird, but um, still fun ride. But obviously the, uh, the headliner at the park is Helix, the uh, mock launch coaster, two launches, uh, amazing soundtrack that uh, I've been listening to for years now. Kind of like any time I really needed to get motivated in the last few years, it was just like, put this on, you're going to be riding it someday soon. So it was like really emotional ride the first time and uh, it delivered in every way. Like there's a few rides on the trip that it took a few rides for me to, to warm up to like Paratin and, and some other things. But like this ride, the first ride was like, yeah, it's everything. 
Uh, it starts with a drop out of the station right into a corkscrew. Um, and it, 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 the way it was designed around the hillside and, and removing as few many few uh, attractions as possible and as few trees as possible, uh, it's just absolutely amazing. Seven inversions, two launches, amazing airtime, amazing views of the city as you're getting ejected out of your seat. Um, and it's, it's really interesting how the station is like a brutalism tile of architecture. And then you go down to the mm-hmm. bottom of the, the, um, the park and you have just this classic, beautiful architecture. And then you have the, the architecture of like the Luna Park area that they added last year that kind of harpens back to, you know, like Brooklyn and Luna Park back in the day, not current. Yeah. Um, it just all the different contrasts of architecture is just so pretty. It's amazing. Um, and there's Boulder, uh, the first Intamin, the second Intamin uh, plug and play wooden coaster. Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. But it was another one of those things where as uh, El Toro still holds up, it felt like it was a product of its time. Still, it's just not as good as uh, I can see why people loved it back in the day and rated it so highly, but I can't see why anybody would rate it uh, that way anymore compared to some of the stuff that's built built today. Uh, as a fantastic first drop and second hill, but afterwards, all the structure is layered below all the hills. So all the hills are kind of complying to what's above it. So there's lots of straight dull moments and very tiny hills. Uh, I just felt like kind of left for kind of an uninteresting layout. Um, it's kind of like Phoenix, but a lot of people are saying it's better Phoenix. I prefer Phoenix more just for its classic feel and everything. But, and I don't know. I kind of like the airtime in Phoenix more, but a lot of people are com- comparing it to a more modern Phoenix. The way it's uh, like a double, triple out and back. And <sighs> yeah, it was about what I was expecting it to. I didn't hype it up too much because I kind of felt like it was going to feel a little bit like Colossus, which I thought was really good, but also a product of its time. A lot of those intimates feel like that, in my opinion, except for El Toro and like uh, Millennium Force even uh, still holds up. Mm-hmm. Uh, perhaps not. As I mean, Millennium, top, yeah. Millennium Force perhaps not as a top 10, but uh, yeah, I, I, I put I put Millennium Force over Boulder. Was this your last uh, park of the trip or no, very close? No, we're getting there. Not at all. We're getting there. I'm running, okay. I'm rushing through. I'm watching the time. That, that you better timer. rush through because you've literally been talking for like 60 minutes right now about parks. So your last park, your last podcast was three hours long. I'm not going to give you that long. Yeah, because it was a double. It was this a what? A single. Oh. That was a double episode. This is a single. Well, this is a single and a half. <laughs> Um, girl, I then, got stuff to talk about too, you know. Yeah, I know. Oh. Uh, we have Valkyrie, which is the BM dive coaster, very similar stats. The coaster was announced as I was practically getting on the coaster, it's almost identical <laughs> stats to uh, Iron Menace, which is coming to Dorney Park next year. Uh, so, uh, all I can say is that makes me very happy because I think Iron Menace will turn out to be a very fun coaster. Uh, uh, probably not as good as. Valkyrie, but still solid coaster. And uh, we had a beautiful, we stayed in their new hotel for three nights, which was obviously a well welcomed after being on the bus for 16 hours. <laughs> that was the light at the end of the tunnel there. Woo. 
yeah, we had a beautiful view of Valkyrie and parts of Lisieberg and the city. It was gorgeous. And I stayed in a bunk bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. It's the way the rooms worked out sometimes. Um, so my roommate was awesome. His name is Chris. He was death, but he's an awesome guy. And we communicated really well. And uh, it was really, it was, I, I knew from meeting once before. And so I knew that uh, he'd be cool and I wouldn't be stuck with uh, the train wreck that I got stuck with at the TPR trip back in 13. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. I was just like, I just was reminded why I got stuck with him. His name was also Alex. So Rob was just like, oh, I'll put Alex for Alex. That will work out. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I mean, we've already established how dumb Rob is, so. Oh, he, no, he apologized literally day one. He's like, we had no, no, day two. He, he's like, we had no idea. We're sorry. Any day I have an extra um, hotel room, I'll put you in alone. So that's what he did. Like half the time, I, I didn't even have him as a room. Well, was I, awesome. He made that mistake to begin with anyways. I, he, he can only like vet people so much. Like you don't know what you're going to get. When you met, never know. He still decided to be like, Alex and Alex should be in a room. Yeah. So well, maybe he's an idiot. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> no, I I'll, I'll be the one to say that. If you're going to be like, Alex and Alex should be in a room. I'll, he's an idiot. I'll say yeah. it. <laughs> Rob's a moron. Yeah. Rob sucks at social interactions. Let's... Rob Alvey <laughs> is garbage. Absolute shit at human interaction. D- depends on what context. Take it for what you want. I'll, if I'll on, just. If it's online, not so much. If it's in person, he's actually a nice guy. It's, it's, uh, it's a little messed up. But also, maybe they're both the same. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, so, so uh, he's not so he's nice in person but terrible online. That just tells me he's terrible normally. Anyways, Lisiberg also had this amazing haunted house walkthrough. It was like yes. 15 minutes long. You uh, apparently the thing in Europe is you hold people's shoulders as you go through and you go Congo line through the ride, the, yes. the attraction. So that was interesting. Uh, yeah, we were with Chris one time and he uh, it it. it, it it was difficult to, to convey what we needed to do because he's deaf and he did not want to put his hands on the woman in front of us. So uh, that, that was an interesting way to get through it. We, we got through it, but uh, yeah, I did that three times. It was awesome. And then they had the rapids ride where they just send the boats nonstop. And then there's this, this, this river, there's this wave machine area where the, the, the vehicles can just get stuck. The boats can just get stuck as, as we did. And we just got stuck and we got passed by like seven different boats as this thing was squirting us over and over again. It was, it was awesome. Uh, and as Joe is gone, I can just do whatever I want here. It's fantastic. Uh, we will move on to our biggest disappointment of the trip. We went to Sarka Summerland, which um, if you don't know anything about Sarka Summerland, uh, you probably know one thing. And that is the crazy SNS free fly, not free spin, but free fly. This is this thing where it's these giant bird vehicles that have these wings and attached to the wings are these vehicles that can swing back and forth, kind of like aero suspended coaster, but you're on the two sides of the track. And as we get to the park, Tim got an email saying that it was broken for the day and everybody hated life. We went in, they got the, one of three coasters running because the powered coaster was uh, broken as well. 
we rode this Moyer spinning coaster that shook more than Wildcat's Revenge, if that's even possible. And then hmm. we pretty much we pretty much left the park all pissed off and we moved on because we went to call Martin, which is a, a zoo that uh, has an RMC. And we found out why it's a zoo with a random giant intense roller coaster. It's because the owner of uh, this park and also Sarka Summerland uh, or Summerland, that's Summerland, Summerland, uh, Summerland owns uh, this park, uh, Furavik, which is uh, north of uh, Stockholm uh, and uh, Groenland and Kalmarden. And they didn't feel like it was the right fit for Furik. And uh, Groenland has no room. And Circus Summerland is kind of a shithole. So they put it in this park. And it is uh, now my number four RMC. Number three. Four? Three RMC. Another two. It is absolutely fantastic. Um, I put it number four. Right above Iron Rattler. Right below Untamed, Wildcast Revenge, and Steel Vengeance. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's just the setting of this coaster is... Uh, that's why I put it slightly above Iron Rattler, because when I got to Iron Rattler, I'm like, more complete coaster. Both have awesome views. Just really good airtime all throughout. Really good elements. Everything you would want from RMC. Only one dull airtime towards the end that I have no idea why they built it so tall because it gives like literally no airtime whatsoever. But uh, yeah, it just has lots of uh, really cool. It's like a best of all worlds from like RMC coasters and even some on non RMC coasters. Like it has like a a uh, S turn finale at the end that reminds me a lot of El Toro. So yeah, I was all about that. So uh, beautiful uh, zoo. Uh, and uh, we had two bits of of uh, ERT. We we're only supposed to have one, and then they were coming back the next morning for a little bit more time at the park. And they're like, "You want, you want some more, uh, want some more uh, ERT?" And we're like, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, as we get there, we all rode at once, and then they're like, "We're gonna do a behind the scenes tour, the tour, uh, the uh, uh, the ride vehicle area." So between trains, as soon as the train parks, we, we go out, we go into the unload station, walk out the, to the brake run, and just walk over the active ride that's not powered down, not locked off, just walk over the track, over into the storage park. <laughs> I kid you not. Like, Jesus like, Christ. Yeah, one person literally was like going for the last tour. He got off the ride and just immediately, without a, a blinking, just walked off to the brake run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that, that's kind of insane like we're just i mean honestly like there's only running one train nothing's gonna happen but like yeah uh it, it's just foreign very foreign <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so yeah Kalmarin's a cool park uh i don't I, it, I, you know it's it's one of those parks i go back for ariel but i wouldn't even go back for wildfire on the next trip there's lots of more things i'd like to return to or uh non non-coaster parks that i would want to um experience and spend another half day or day at carmarton you know mm -hmm. it's just one coaster is just not enough of a draw for me to go back unless it's like number one which it's not <laughs> uh then we went to Groenland, which was the last official park of the trip uh the coaster crew trip um and if you don't know Groenland is in a very um sober somber 
state right now. Um, they had a terrible accident um, that I don't know who to blame right now, so I'm just going to keep quiet. But, uh, yeah, their major coaster, their oldest coaster, um, Jetline, uh, another Scorchkoff design, but Zaire built coaster, so very similar to Lise Bergbanen. Um, basically the same ride system, uh, lost a wheel bogey and, um, one of the trains like fishtailed and someone died. So, uh, the park, uh, has seen a significant decrease in attendance. Um, you don't say since then, since then. <laughs> yeah, we pretty Who's much the, the manufacturer there, so. of that ride. Zaire, but based on the Zaire, by, okay. but based on designs by Scorchkoff. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's, it's Scorchkoff did like four rides for Zaire that they manufactured. So I'm, at the end I, of this I career, mean, I got yeah, some I bad news for you, buddy. Yeah, I I know, but also this man's not perfect. So oh, I know he's not. Uh, but you know, the one in Mexico City is pretty obvious that maintenance was an issue there. <laughs> so, but um. Uh, I'm not going to, we'll see what happens, what comes out there. Uh, it's kind of hard to actually remove it though, because it's so integral into the park and another coaster was literally built onto its uh, structure uh, because the structure was meant to build, uh, hold a artificial mount on it. And then they decided not to do that. They called up uh, Gershlaw years later and said, Hey, can you build a wild mouse on top of the structure? And they did. And it's an awesome coaster. Uh, we only got to ride it once because it broke down or shut down for whatever reason. So, uh, but the two headliners, other than that, are going to be uh, uh, Monster, which is uh, just open last year, the year before. Uh, B and M Inverted Coaster with the old school restraints. Uh, love them or hate them, I personally don't like them, but I know I'm in the minority. But that's because my shoulders rest are very crammed into the old B and M restraints. You're tall. But, yeah, the vests are like fantastic. And every time I explain that to everyone's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I get you. You're not crazy. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I get more of your time with the vest than without. For um, that reason. Except for the vests from the first few rides that locked in place. Those were fucking death. Oh, terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, really cool coaster that like literally the station is underground and then it's built over and around all these rides through buildings, over buildings. It, it just absolutely affects fantastic engineering. It's incredible weird ass supports that give um, great barrel run for its money with it. We, 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 we named them the chunky boys because they're just these giant, like four or five foot in diameter steel supports that a uh, bunch of drops or helixes spiral around with supports coming out from that mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, they, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, they, they look like trees. They're the chunky boys. That's what we called them. Yeah, the yeah. chunky boys. Fantastic yeah. ride. Um, uh, it hits really well with a lot of the elements, except for the Jumel Immelman, which is lame. But everything else, pretty forceful. Uh, for a BM, and it's just amazing they felt it in. And um, if the BM dive coaster that they were talking about that was supposed to open next year ever gets built, that'll be another fantastic addition for the park. They also have Insane, which is a clone of Green Lantern First Flight that was at Six Flags Magic Mountain, which I never minded, and uh, I didn't mind it here, although, yes, it is very intense. 
uh, depending on how your ride turns out. And I had one ride that was very intense and I was very happy to have that restraint as tight as possible. That is the key to SNS free spins or Intamin Zaxmans. Uh, you keep that restraint tight so your balls don't go for a um, a match with Mike Tyson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, you're being bit, bitten off? Question mark. Or no, just whacked around by the the thing in the middle that goes between your legs. Because if you allow any room, you're just like sliding all over the place, and it's a bad time. I learned that like riding that one of those coasters for the first time, and I was like, okay, never making that mistake ever again. So, uh, and then this park is weird because it has three different drop towers, uh, including one just like Falcon's Fury. So you would probably never ride it. <laughs> Have you ever been on Falcon's Fury? Uh, no. Yeah, you, you probably wouldn't do a sky jump ever. The one where it tilts you at 90 degrees before you drop, right? Yeah. No. no I would. No, I cannot do that necessarily. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, again, uh, Groenland's also just a gorgeous park in the middle of the city. I wish there were some parks like this in the United States um, that existed, but they don't, which is a shame. Because, uh, yeah. like, you go one block away from Tivoli Gardens, you don't even notice the park is there. Honestly, yeah. you don't. So, my next question will be, are you done with your trip report right now? Almost. Uh, no, because this is a, that, that's, that's a poor question. That's a poor answer. I have two more things to talk about. Uh, you better have like literally two more things to talk about because we have like enough. First of all, we have 27 minutes before this recording is done. Oh man, we have a limit. Okay, I can really yeah. speed up. All right, uh, went up to uh, after uh, the coaster trip trip ended. We say goodbye to everybody, and it was sad. I mean, also it. we got to talk about this picture. No, we don't. Oh, he looks so happy. <laughs> he oh. looks happy. He looks yeah. so happy. Uh, I went up to Thurovic, which is a zoo about two hours by train from Stockholm, and it was beautiful. Uh, it has a uh, Nuvacoma family launch coaster like uh, Big Bear Mountain. It was a lot of fun. It was a cute park, really cool zoo uh, that was just like really like natural feeling and was worth the trip. And then uh, I spent a long layover, like 38 hours in uh, Paris and went to uh, Park Asterix, which uh, once again, I was tired and exhausted and sick from uh, and uh, made it through the day, fortunately, uh, later to find out I had COVID. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yeah, COVID went through the trip, uh, a bunch of the people on the trip at the end of the trip, and I didn't know that until I got home and immediately tested i just thought i had a really mm-hmm. bad cold so but uh i went to park hysterics because i wanted to do uh tortoise which is the uh intamin back and forth launch coaster just like uh pantheon and it is absolutely fantastic great theming better inversions better uh everything uh, a lot of people were complaining about the holding break at the top of the beyond vertical drop. I kind of liked it because it like really thrusted you into your lap bar as you're like going down it. I, I kind of liked it. I thought it was cool. Uh, but uh, a longer layout and uh, absolutely phenomenal um, uh, 
operations at Park Asterix. Like for every one train, every three trains that were going out onto Tertus, like Pantheon's probably doing one if they're lucky. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's absolutely fantastic to watch this park work. You know, they have the bobsled coaster that it literally has two trains on the lift hill at all times, basically because of how the blocking system works. It, absolutely incredible. Park Asterix is really cool. I would like to, for the third time in the future, visit it when I am not sick and not at the end of the trip and not tired. But that was the trip. It was fantastic. Uh, I can't recommend it more. Uh, you know, I was a little weary about going on an organized trip after not going on one for 10 years and kind of being set in my way and wanting to do everything I can't want to do. I'll say there's a few things I would have done different, but in the long run, it, it was a reasonable price. Made a lot of friends. Uh, and uh, everything worked out really well. The little situation we had in the middle of the trip was handled as well as he could have. Uh, you know, I think most people predicted that the SNS could possibly be broken. <laughs> I mean, that, that wasn't that much a surprise. The um, only thing was uh, the communication before the trip was a little hit or miss or a lot of miss. Um, but I think that was because Tim was going through a lot of stuff with his, his mom passing away. So I don't blame him too much, but when you're spending that much money, uh, I wish, which is fair, which is fucking more than fair. Yeah. But when you're spending $3,000, when you're spending $3,000 on a trip, you expect a few more emails and not having to check the Facebook for updates. No, I I agree. I agree. I'm just saying like, I understand all the complaints and understand why that happened too. So yeah. And apparently other people planned the first two trips. So this was actually his first one to really actually plan along with Austin. So uh, yeah, it went well for the most part. I can't complain. I'd probably do another Mm -hmm. one. Just need to be right. They're talking about Japan next time. And Japan's something I don't feel the need to go on an organized trip because it's so easy and uh, prefer to plan my days and go weird places on my own. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. But Good that's trip. about it. Yeah, that's about it. I haven't done anything else because my tailbone's <laughs> killing me. Oh, I did go to Camel Beach. <laughs> oh, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so basically, uh, my big thing is like, okay, so we've been. Um, okay, so this is where we need to do our disc- to our due diligence in the Park Scope podcast. Uh, we're moving to Zencast uh, oh. for our uh podcasting methods right now um normally we would do skype or whatever anyway zencast has a free limit of two hours so that's why um we're gonna be super quick right now but anyway um alex do you want to talk about my stuff or do you want to talk about rumors let's talk about new news because all my shit is not theme park related so let's talk about some of that every time we have left we'll go through that stuff um yeah let's 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 uh so Alex, what are your thoughts on Top Thrill 2? If you can get over the launch, you'll probably like it, but that straight bit of track is gonna be really boring. Yeah, I, I mean, so uh what's really weird with that was they were like, hey, everyone loves a rollback, and I'm like not at 75 miles an hour. They like they like it way more than like 75 so it's like i, I, I understand that they didn't they are already spending a lot of money on it but not to put a few uh, little humps in that 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 
uh, launch track and just have straight launch track at the speeds that you're launching at is a fatal mistake. It's going to be boring. The third yeah. time through. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, the third time through. I'm not sure. I think the first time is going to be boring. Maybe if this was it opened in 2022 before Pantheon showed us what, how awesome that is. Maybe, but Pantheon is now a thing and Tatartus is now a thing. Okay. And yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, I, honestly, you're not going to get rid of that tower. That tower costs so much money and, to build and there's nothing wrong with it. And this is a perfect solution. It should have been done a long time ago before it, uh, they were forced to do it due to a terrible accident. Uh, but uh, yeah. And I think we'll see this for a lot of other Intamin's uh, hydraulics, especially the smaller ones. I don't know why you would still run a hydraulic motor if you're planning on keeping that rider around, but yeah, it, it's, it's cool. Ride. Well, they're, they're testing uh, accelerator right now. So yeah, we'll see how that long lasted. The last one lasted like about four months before it broke down. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and then the uh, second of this is uh, good gravy. Good gravy. The, good gravy, and uh, and let's you know let's throw it into that the uh, New Kings Island <laughs> uh, Snoopy coaster. They're the same <laughs> ride. They're great. I think oh, it's a stupid dumb yeah. ride. That's great. What? I love it. It's super cool. Let's do it. Let's do more They're of fun. them. I've done like yeah. five of them now. They're super fun. Uh, it's kind of weird that we're going from zero to potentially four different ones in the United States next year mm-hmm. <laughs> in one year. Like Vacoma, yeah. Like, everybody in that area, like Nashville, uh, Cincinnati, and whatever, they were all probably like, "You son of a bitch! You knew the entire time, and you sold us these rides, thinking that we would have the first one of its kind." <laughs> yeah. Yep. But anyway, uh, uh, so we had a small technical problem. Uh, we will be editing this on my end because God mm-hmm. helps us. God help us. Um, but anyways, we'll talk about a little bit of my trip a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so I went to New York, as you may know, Alex, and I got to see several shows, which is great. Yeah, I'm kind of um, jealous of them. Yeah. So I really so I did mean to see Blue Man. Did not happen. Still want to see it. So like that can definitely happen. Um, but the first show we saw was uh, Here Lies Love. My hugely anticipated Broadway musical, which is a dance club show by David Byrne and Fatboy Slim. Absolutely fantastic. A plus plus material cannot complain. Wild staging. We had the dance floor seats. Um, uh, basically, they take out the whole entire orchestra pit and they install a dance dance, you know, club into it, a disco club. So uh, you're basically just f- for orchestra seats. You're running around in this dance club atmosphere first at first celebrating this new uh, political couple, the Marcoses, <laughs> and then eventually realizing, oh, shit, they're fascists and your party atmosphere turns into one of despair and tragedy. And it's part of the whole entire concept of the show. And it's absolutely wonderful. Um, 
Second show we saw was Back to the Future, baby. Um, oh, Tell me the more. music was not great. I will not be oh. lie. I will not lie. If you are looking for a good musical, Back to the Future is not it. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the show, they do play Power of Love, and then they do the whole entire Murray. Oh, I came back, and then. Basically, DeLorean goes above the above the orchestra, does a barrel roll, and then turns back into the in, in into the screen, and then does the whole entire uh, time montage into Back to the Future Two. It, it was it was rather spectacular. Um, the the fourth show I saw. Was shocked. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, as mm-hmm. someone who kind of likes musicals and really likes Back to the Future, is it worth going to? Yeah. Okay. As long as you see another musical too. Okay. Like Here's Lies Love or Book of Mormon or Hades Town, Chicago. All all great shows. Yeah, so, we, we we need to spend more time in New York. We'll, 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 we'll yes, you do. I, I've been trying to get you to do that. Well, I highly recommend. As you know, New York is really fucking expensive. It is expensive. Yeah. But also, what's what helps with you is that you can take a train up. Yeah, I know. That's and the way I do it. It's super, super cheap. Yeah. And you can do it in a day. Oh, like, no. go up on a Saturday and do, like, a matinee and an evening show. You can do it. Yeah, the easiest anyway. way for us to do it is actually just drive to Trenton and hop out and train there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, anyways, um, the other show we, uh, other big show we did was uh, there's two other ones, but what I really want to talk about right now is Sleep No More. Uh, Sleep No More is an interactive theater experience. <laughs> um, the best way to put it would be. God, uh, I, oh, it's so weird to explain because it is nonverbal and it is an exploration of, so the actors don't speak normally and all the guests wear masks. And I don't know if you can see it right here. Alex. Oh no, it fell. Oh no. <laughs> well, I'll get that later. But. Uh, you have to wear masks in the theater area, and the theater is about five stories. And it's a retelling of Macbeth, the Paisley Witch Trials, and Rebecca by Hitchcock. Hmm. Those three stories tied into each other based in a 1920s, 1930s, Hotel and jazz setting. Um, and basically they say, explore you what you want to see. And that's Sleep No More. And it's super weird. Like, I call it Stairs the Musical because one of the, what, like, one of the big aspects of the show is following a character and that character just... Like, like the character is doing something in a... In a room, let's say. And just looks, bolts, and fucking runs. 
and and everyone's like, well, we gotta. So uh, you just see people like running up and down stairs, just like whole gaggles of people. It's the funniest thing. I'm just seeing like Macbeth, like literally just like barrel downstairs, and you and then you just see twenty people with these masks going. It's it's very funny, um, but the show, but but basically the idea behind it is like you pick what you want to see. So if you want to if you want to stay in a room, and watch everything that happens in that room, you can do it. Um, if you want to follow a character or characters, you can do that. If you want to do multiple things, it's it's all options. And it's wild. I've never done anything like it. Um, super wild, super weird. Uh, my buddy, uh, at, 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 if anyone knows Macbeth, uh, the show. So Sleep No More is three is two and a half loops. The first loop is a half loop, and then the last two loops are full. Um, and, and and basically it's an hour storytelling and you just hang out and watch that hour of storytelling. And at the end, end of all the storytelling is the end of Macbeth. If anyone knows what that may be. So that's what that is. Um, yeah. So here, uh, sleep no more was fantastic. But uh, definitely the reason why I went to Broadway was Here Lies Love, which is the Broadway musical about Imelda Marcos, of all people. The Imelda Marcos and Ferdinand Marcos, the dictators of the Philippines, uh, debuted in the Broadway theater right where Evita was, except one big difference. The heroes of this music are, musical is not... Imelda or Ferdinand Marcos. Um, this is a disco club musical. They literally ripped out all the seats and we were fucking dancing on a dance floor. Had a blast. Great show. Um, the idea behind it is you need to get wrapped up in the dictatorship before you can understand it. And the show was just wild. Um, I was on the dance floor. We were dancing, but also like I literally had the actors walking. Wait, you dance? Yeah, I was dancing on the dance floor, but also I had actors walking like literally like less than an arm's length from my face. Like Ariel Jacobs was singing "Star and Slave," the song from the show, less than an arm length from me, and she's walking through the audience, and it's a song about how she's. Like this goddess, but yet also this slave to the Filipino and Filipina people. And she's like, my star and slave. And she's just walking through. And she's like, like I could touch her. And I'm just like, oh my God. And, and she's just walking through and just seeing everything was incredible. Just like Conrad Rick and Moore ran in front of us. And he's like, hey. <laughs> It's wild. And they have a new ending to the show too now, which we didn't see, which is like a medley, like six. It's wonderful. Um, highly recommend it. Um, 
I cannot recommend this show enough. Like, Alex, we go to New York sometime. If we ever do Blue Man, man, we got to do Here Lies Love, too. Because, like, on the dance floor, because you got to see it. Like, you're on the dance floor. Like, you get a cocktail, you finish it, you're on the dance floor. It's literally like there's a disco ball there. And you're like, yeah, let's let's fucking party, you know? It's okay. a blast. It's a good time. I, I definitely need a few drinks before I do any dancing. <laughs> What's awesome about here, Here's I Love is that um, they have a three-story lobby. And in the basement is the bathrooms, you know, like most, like most theaters do. But down there also is that, uh, so Here's Lies Love was uh, written, uh, the music was written by David Byrne of the Talking Heads. And he went to the Philippines and he was like, hey, let's go to where Imelda Marcos was. And he went to one of, he went to the giant house that Imelda and Ferdinand Marcos built with 21 bedrooms and they never lived in it. Never lived in it because they were fascists and they abused the 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 Philippine people's power, and they built a twenty one bedroom mansion. And what they decided to do was they were going to put in a bunch of murals and dioramas of Imelda teaching the people. And and David Byrne was like, "Yeah, you know what? I'm here. I'm going to take photos of all these of dioramas." So he took all took photo photos of all these gorgeous dioramas and these giant photographs are in the basement of this Broadway musical. And it's just, it's just like, what are we doing here? It, it's just, it, it's wild because it's like, we are looking at this culture and we are, we are actually processing what the Americas, especially America has done to the Philippines. Um, in like looking at this and being like, we are not, you know, this isn't, you know, an observation. We are complicit with this. And it's absolutely fascinating. And the show is wonderful. Everything is fantastic. So I highly recommend Heroes, Here's Lies Love. I'm, I mean, I can't yeah. argue. I mean, you can't the argue show with is absolutely work. <laughs> yeah, I'm just arguing with myself now. Like it, it's a wonderful <laughs> show. I'm like, who are you arguing against? I'm not arguing. Exactly, it, it's a wonderful show. I highly recommend anyone see it. Um, like I, I like Alex. I want to take you and Ariel to go see this. Like okay. I want to go like see with everyone I can, just like on the dance floor because like it literally changes the game on Broadway. Like it's you know what, different. You know what I'd love to do sometime? Hmm. Um, I want to stay at the TWA hotel. I'd that love was, to do that too. That sounds fucking badass. Uh, so Ariel was, uh, she picked me up and dropped me off. Thank, I mean, like I can't thank her enough for doing that. Driving mm-hmm. two plus hours. It was so much cheaper to fly out of 
that New York area than the Philadelphia area to go to where I went, like by like half as much. <laughs> it would have been like not feasible to drive through to mm-hmm. fly out of Philadelphia. But on the way back, she got stuck in the uh, don't ever use the cell phone lot in <laughs> JFK, apparently, because once you get in, you can't get out. And she's like, yeah, it's saying I'm going to be 20 minutes. And I'm like five minutes away from you. I'm like, meet me at the TWA airport or a hotel because I was like, all I need to do is take the air train over to that thing. And yeah, I went in and uh, just poked around went up to the pool uh, and the door was unlocked. So I checked out the pool and the bar up there and the view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, uh, I, I, I meant to mention this, but like, man, that place is so cool. How retro it's feeling, how you go in and your the check-in desks are like the old, like flight check-in desks. It's and so like, cool. it, it, it just like, it just reeks of the 60s, 70s. And then you, you can go outside and there's a plane and then just going down those tubes give you like the biggest tunnel vision cool. in your world. You haven't stayed there. You just went into it, right? I got drinks. It works. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just I just moped around uh like I was like I belong there, even though I really didn't, with my two backpacks that I'd been carrying around Europe for two and a half weeks. <laughs> That's um, fantastic. Alex. Yeah. We got three minutes. So three minutes. Uh do you want to talk about Wildcats Revenge really quickly? It's a good ride. Go 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 to Hershey. Hershey's awesome. good. Hershey yeah. Park is one of my favorite amusement parks in the world. It is mine um, now too. I, I legitimately think like it's up there with one of like the best like regional amusement parks. Like go to fucking Hershey. Go to Hershey. Go to Cedar Point. Go to Flags Magic Mountain. Fantastic shit. Uh it's good. So go 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 do that. A little bit better operations and entertainment, and I think it will be a much well-rounded, more well-rounded park. It's just lacking in some areas, but it's it's doing a lot better than it was last year. Everything around it is also great. Also, the chocolate tour area has beer now. Yeah, so it's so good. Also, chocolatier still great. Oh yeah, we went there uh, for the coaster crew event. We when it was hot as balls, we went. We went yeah. there and got some drinks. We got the martini flight and the s'more. All right. Just did the Wayne's World thing. And uh, we're back. We're back. I think we I think we have two minutes. Oh, no. My, my... <laughs> Your oh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, Alex. <laughs> you know what? Everything's coming off the road. Everything's coming off, off the, the tracks. Yeah, off the road. Literally, everything's off the tracks. I'm holding up my mic right now. Uh, the plane. The, uh, okay, that was because you were playing with it. Yeah, Zencaster is going wild right now. So, Alex, if people would like to, un- to find you somewhere, where would it be? <clears throat> the coaster spot on YouTube and Instagram and Coaster Spotting on Twitter. That's fantastic. You can find all of us at. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it popped off again. All of us at <laughs> parkscope.net. You can follow us everywhere. Just do parkscope.net. Yep. Screw it. I don't care anymore. We're all done. Have a, have a great night, everyone. Stay safe. Yep. Thanks for watching. Kungaloosh. For listening.